Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Real Spective Podcast, where I give you the raw, unfiltered experiences of life. And especially in this episode, we are not going to be sugarcoating anything. <sighs> when I tell you I have been dreading to make this podcast episode, not because I don't want to, but because I want to, and I don't want to mess it up, and I don't want to forget any details, but you know what? We'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. This episode is about wake-up calls. And when you first think of a wake-up call, you think of someone calling you in the morning to wake up. But in this episode, we're talking about the wake-up call that can be a warning, for one, where action needs to be taken in order to prevent something worse from happening. And, you know, those wake-up calls can be something so small, but that small thing has the possibility to lead to something so big. So having that eye-opening experience could really save you. And this semester for me, I had a lot of wake-up calls regarding my health, regarding the people in my life, regarding just my priorities in general, where I was just like, hey, you need to make a change ASAP. For example, with my health, I didn't sleep. I did not sleep at all this semester. And I'm trying to fix that right now, but I literally would not sleep. Uh, I, I literally said I will never speak of this again, but here I am speaking about it in my podcast episode. Midterm week. I don't know what happened or what was in midterm week. I don't know what supplements it was on, but midterm week was absolutely terrible. Not because of like, ex- obviously I had, I had exams back to back and everything and thankfully they went okay, but just the process the studying and everything about it in general, the energy, the vibe, everything, terrible. I was on a sleep schedule that was like from 3 to 7 a.m. for like a good 11 days. And I just remember how bad it got to the point where I I was like drinking a Celsius at 7 p.m. And I just start crying. It was before a cell bio exam, the night before a cell bio exam. I literally just started crying. I literally was just going at it. I was like, mm-mm. I was, I was like a panic attack. I was like, what the hell's going on? Why am I crying? It was just, it just hit me. I didn't realize like how bad it was. And, 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 you know, I was just like, okay, this is bad. I need to make a change. You know, I need, I need to make a change right now. And I, I said, you know what? After midterms, I'm going to sleep. And you know what I did after midterms? I didn't sleep. I went to Trader Joe's and then I went to sleep, okay? I said, I'm going to treat myself to Trader Joe's and then I'm going to go to sleep. But the thing is, is I slept and then boom, we were right back from right back to where we started. I literally played myself. I do this all the time. I'll do this all the time where I'll have like exam periods where I'm like, okay, I'll sleep, I'll sleep, I'll sleep. I always say like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'll sleep, I'll sleep after the exams. No, that's not helping me at all. I got to do it now. I got to start doing that now. And I'm like wondering why I'm like, I have no energy. And I'm like, why? I'm 21 years old. I'm young. I should not be having any of these issues. I should be more energized, you know? And then I just realized what I'm doing wrong, where I'm turning caffeine into meal replacements by accident. I started, um, I over-exercised this semester. Like I over, I realized I was over-exercising and I was like, okay, that's bad. And then, um, I, I slowly realized, okay, maybe I should not exercise and just study more because exercising is wasting my time. Wrong. No. That's, that was just dumb of me to do that. But that led me to not eating and it was an accident. And I, I, un, like, I didn't realize I was not doing that. 
And, you know, that drained my energy. And like I said, I was replacing caffeine as meal replacement. And that's not giving me any type of, you know, nutrition in my body. And I'm not taking care of my body. I'm not treating my body like a temple. I'm literally treating it like a Starbucks trash can. Like, it, I don't even, it's bad. And something, I think it was a couple weeks ago where I was just chilling. And I was like, let me look through my phone. And I just saw like, a couple of photos that I took at like two in the morning during midterm week. And I just see my eyes, like the bags under my eyes. I was like, Oh shoot. Oh my God. Your eyes. They're terrible. Donna, you look so tired. And I was just like, I looked like that the entire week. And then I uh, hung out with a couple of friends uh, a few days later. And they literally were like, Danny, you look super tired. Have you been sleeping? Like you look dead. Like you good? And I was like, I was like, I, I am. I think I am. No, I wasn't. Like I'm, I'm not sleeping. I'm prioritizing the wrong things. I'm constantly feeling terrible and down. I'm, my mood is terrible. I'm always irritated. I get irritated so easily that I don't have the energy to deal with anyone, and I would just get really angry and like, you know, replacing meals with coffee and and feeling like crap constantly. And I'm like, hmm, why? <laughs> why am I? Why is this happening? Well. I need to make a change because I literally cannot keep doing this, especially when I have school, classes, exams, applications, all of that. It's causing me to be overwhelmed and I'm already overwhelmed and I, and, you know, I just don't want to do anything anymore. But the fact that I'm neglecting my health is not really helping the situation or doing anything with that. Um, I also got like <laughs> my feelings hurt by a lot of people and I got screwed over by a lot of people. Um, I had a couple issues that happened to the point where I ended up accidentally losing like almost close to eight pounds, eight, 10 pounds the first few weeks of school because of how taken back and con like confused I was and how hurt. And I was just like, okay, I'm, and it just put me in this funk that lasted for a while, had me, you know, questioning, you know, my ability for anything. Am I good enough to get into grad school? Am I good enough for anyone, anything? Like what, what's the point of this anymore? I started feeling, you know, terrible all the time. I think what's really, the thing that really hit me is that people, um, I don't, I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, Dana, you, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people like we'll be walking around campus and, you know, I'll be saying hi to people that would say hi to me. That's because I'm involved in a lot of leadership roles at my university. I participate in a lot of clubs and all that. And I just happen to know many people. I'm kind of an extra extrovert when it comes to that. But just because I know many people doesn't mean I have those people in my life. And to be honest, I think these past few months, I have probably felt lonelier than ever. And I'm, I just feel so alone. It's just me, myself and I, and, and these past few months I've been tested a lot and I was hurt by a lot of people. People hurt me and a lot of things happened and I just felt so alone and, 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 and I'm just so out of it. And I, and it just put me in this funk for such a long time. And it just kind of hit me that, I, I can't be depending on anyone. No one is going to pull me out of this. No one is going to extend their hand. No one is going to pull me out. I have to do this myself. I said this in a podcast episode a couple episodes ago where 
The only person that is going to stay consistent with you as you are changing is yourself. You know, we need to realize that we need to be there for ourselves and no one else is going to. You know, we can't rely on anyone else because you never know when people are going to leave you or change on you, flip on you, whatever. It's also about mindset. I had a conversation with someone a couple months ago and we were talking to each other about how the world feels like it's always against us and how these terrible things are happening. And we're like, why? And, you know, she brought up a good point. It We may feel like the world is against us, but it has something to do with our mindset. It's the negative mindset that we have. It's true. We need to change that mindset. Just like we need to change our mindset of realizing, yo, no one is going to extend their hand. No one is going to be there for me. I, you know, we got to realize that also you can't keep expecting yourself and people. I can't keep expecting me and people, meaning I cannot expect people to do the same thing that I have been doing for them. And usually I don't expect it because I know I go above and beyond because that's just who I am. But there are people who are doing, who barely do the bare minimum to the point where it's just disrespectful. And a lot of the times you get these wake up calls from people and you're just like, yeah, yeah, Dana, you deserve better. I definitely deserve better. Now, losing people in your life, you know, or losing someone that is close to you really changes you as a person. I, I'm going to be honest. It changes you as a person. It could be in a good way. It could be in a bad way. Overall, it happened for a reason. The type of change really depends on how it happened. You know, were you hurt? Were you betrayed? Did you guys grow apart? And in my case... <laughs> A lot of people hurt me. A lot of people betrayed me, screwed me over, all that, out-of-pocket-ish. It happened so randomly, so sudden. It was like a 180 flip. And, you know, that, that, it, it caused me to be very closed off for a little bit. Because I just remembered how I've been hurt before. And I've always been very careful with who I let in my life and who I let experience me due to past experiences when I was younger. So when it happened again recently, I was in shock and I was just like, okay, I'm done with people and everyone and everyone's bad and terrible. I can't trust anyone anymore. I need to be careful. I made the mistake. I let my guard down way too far. Uh, I hate everyone. No, I should not assume that everyone is going to be bad because of those people. I'm going to take this time right now to read a poem. A lovely poem by the wonderful Nejwa Zabian. She is a Lebanese-Canadian activist, poet, author. She has these books called Mind Platter and Welcome Home, which I will be talking about and using excerpts from this podcast. And one of the poems from Mind Platter is called Mature Decisions. And I'm going to read it right now. This is called Mature Decisions. I don't like this attitude of people who decide that being alone is better than being around others just because others hurt them. If you consider yourself a considerate person who has been wronged by others, then trust me, there are people just like you. You just are not seeing them, and that makes you just like those who are hurting you. You have negative people in your life, people who praise those who make them feel like garbage and then make you feel like garbage people who refuse to support you when you need it most. So tell me, why are you keeping them in your life? 
there comes a point when you need to eliminate some people from your life, not because you don't believe in their goodness or because you don't think there's a chance for them to change, but because they do not appreciate you to begin with and they never did. You were always their sidekick and once you started shining, they could not handle your success. How are you supposed to inspire them to change if you stay the weak follower, follower that you are? Cleanse your life of cunning people who pretend to care for you when they really don't. If they can't be happy to see you happy, and if they refuse to see your inner beauty and give you credit for who you really are, then why are you giving them a second of your time? Walk away and see if they would ask you to turn back around. Let them realize what they lost. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all marinate in that real quick. Had to get a sip of water because I was literally about to, I was so terrified I was going to start coughing. <coughs> and here I am coughing. <clears throat> That's exactly what I did. I decided that being alone is better than being around others because I was so hurt. I literally was like, I'm going to become a Grinch. I said, I hate people. I, I wasn't necessarily going to be like, I wish I was mean. No, I just wish, I literally said one time, I wish I had a stone cold heart. Not because I wanted to use it against people, but I was sick and tired of having my heart like hurt all the time to the point where whenever I got hurt, I wanted to not feel it, you know, but then it made me like realize you should never stop being a good person because there are terrible people. The people who continue to love despite all the hate and hurt they received are the reason why people still believe that there is good in this world. They are still the reason why I started to believe and still believe that there is good in this world. Continue to love and spread love, not hate. But remember, you got to protect your heart. You can share your heart only to the ones who deserve it. Boundaries are super important. Super important. I've had a lot of nasty things said to me within these past few months, especially regarding, you know, grad school and how people, you know, like there's a there's a moment where they mentioned, you know, you know, if they can't handle your success, how are you supposed to inspire them to change if, you know, or or once you started shining, they literally couldn't handle. And and you know, I've I've had a lot of people like that. And just in general, how there's just not a lot of people who just never really appreciated you to begin with. Because if they appreciated you, they would respect you. And I'm going to read another poem by Najwa. This is called Take Care. Okay, this is called Take Care, and this is from the same book, Mind Platter. Listen. Some people deserve your eyes if they need them, and some people don't deserve a look from your eyes. But life isn't about what people deserve or don't deserve. Life is not fair. Be honest with yourself. Half the time, you probably don't give yourself what you deserve. You allow your heart to love before your mind can tell you, stop, you deserve more. You allow yourself to extend your hand before your mind can tell you, be careful whose hand you're holding. You say yes, knowing that soon you will wish you said no. You walk down a path without knowing that you can come back. You even believe in others more than you believe in yourself sometimes. You believe in others' ability to make you feel better more than in your own ability to do so. So before you expect others to be fair with you, be fair to yourself. Before you get disappointed that people didn't give you what you think you deserve, give yourself what you deserve. Those who tell you that it's a rich man's world know what they're talking about. It's not about the money 
but the degree to which you think of yourself. Don't confuse taking care of yourself, your self-worth, and self-esteem with selfishness, egocentrism, or being stuck up. It's not black or white. Create the shade of balance between the care that you give and that you which you receive that is perfect for you. Zing. Start snapping. Be careful whose hand you're holding. Wow. Be careful with who you let experience you. That is something that I cannot emphasize enough. You need to be careful with who you let experience you, who you let in your home. Taking care of yourself, by the way, nowhere near selfish. Constantly worrying about someone, wondering how they are, if they're okay, what's been going on with them, what are they up to. But them not even caring about your existence. Hey there. Worry about you. Why are you worrying about whether or not they're okay when you are barely hanging on by a thread? Worry about you. Worry about yourself. You're losing yourself. And it's not a big deal to you. It's more of a big deal that you're losing them. No, worry about you. It's literally going to be you and you at the end of the day. And that's the only thing that is going to be consistent with you your entire life. You need to be your own best friend. You need to treat yourself with the same care, love, and worry that you give people who don't deserve it. I have had so many wake-up calls. And so many people tell me I deserve better. One of the wake-up calls was when I realized that I was lowering my standards to keep people in my life. You start to disrespect yourself when you beg for someone for the bare minimum things like love, attention, respect, affection, support, reciprocation. Stop that ish. Stop that ish right now. There's a clear difference between begging and trying. However, we're so blinded by how much we love and care for one another that it just looks the same. I've been dealing with this type of issue for years now. And you know what? I don't need the validation of people choosing me. I don't need anyone to choose me because I choose myself. I'm not trying to sound like super cliche, super cheesy, and like straight out of like a 2000, you know, ABC family freeform movie. No, I choose myself. Because I always put people first before. And I always considered, you know, that being selfish if I ever thought about putting myself first. But no, it is not. I was wasting energy, time, and tears on people. I cannot tell you how much I've cried over people. Why? That's so dumb of me. Actually, no. No, 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 no. I, I know why I was crying. Oh, I know why I was crying. I was hurt. I was hurt. Let me validate me real quick. I just, let me check myself real quick. I literally just invalidated my own feelings. If someone screws you over or multiple people screw you over, hurt your feelings, betray your trust, stuff like that, or, you know, someone just tosses you aside like you're dirt and, you know, don't care about you. That will hurt. That ish will hurt. It will sting. It will bother you. 
And you know what? It doesn't mean that you are super strong if you don't cry or don't show any emotion, okay? That ish hurts and messes with you. It throws you off. Don't let anyone tell you how to deal with your emotions. Just because it doesn't bother them doesn't mean it won't bother you. Being tossed aside like dirt and being like completely, you know, forgotten and, and, you know, having someone be like, oh, I don't care about you anymore or having people just betray your trust and, you know, just treat you like crap or say terrible, nasty things to you behind your back or to your face. Yeah. That hurts. That hurts so bad, man. Like it hurts so bad. I really hope the audio of my thing is, that's probably not going to do I'm. I've had a lot of people open my eyes and friends tell me with how I've been feeling, encouraging me to validate what I've been feeling because I would constantly be like, nah, it don't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Yes, the hell it does. Why don't people care that they have hurt you? Why don't they care? Why don't they? That's something that I will always wonder, but you know what? Whatever. One of my friends, Michelle, I love her to death. She mentioned something that was so eye-opening. She said that I find it fascinating how people freely use others for their own self-development plot and then move on once they no longer need you. People are diminished to a transactional nature. You need to be loved and protected and cared before by yourself and those who see you as your full self. I cannot tell you how many times people have used me. Oof. I didn't realize that until it, I realized, until it happened. It sucks. It also came to the realization that a lot of things are two-way streets. Okay, very recently, okay, very recently, I would apologize for not reaching out as often or check in. But then I'm also like, wait a damn minute. It's not just something I should be doing. They should also, they should also be doing. So why am I apologizing for that? Like for what? As if they do it too. But then the thing that really changed was my friends, even though I was thinking it, they said it. They were like, don't apologize. I haven't been doing that either. And I saw those messages. I was like, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, it's not just me who does it. Accountability is a really big thing. There are people in your life that tend to cause a lot of messes and they'll leave it for you to clean up because they don't know how to clean up their own damn mess themselves. So instead, they put this like yellow do not slip sign and leave it as if you're the freaking janitor and you need to clean it up rather than them. It's not your mess to clean up. You can try your best to fix something or clean it up, but you can't do both parts. It's too much, too much of a mess for you to do it by yourself. But you know what happens when you do not clean up a mess? You know what happens? Like you have a mess and you just don't clean it up. Say for instance, like you, you spill some liquid and you just put a yellow sign and walk away. You know what happens if no one touches it? It rots. So let it rot because it isn't yours. Let it rot. Let the friendship rot. Let the relationship rot. Because it's not your mess to clean up. I will not bust out a mop or a vacuum for anyone except my mama. Okay. Speaking of which, I need to clean my room. Anyway, going back on the accountability. I too need to take accountability for what I did. I had no boundaries. And I did not know when to say no or how to say it. Which led people to take advantage of my niceness. We also need to... Remember, okay, this is really important. We need to remember that every one of us, no matter how kind you are, you may be the greatest, most kind person on the planet. It doesn't matter. You are still capable of hurting someone regardless if it was unintentional. Okay? 
Everyone is capable of hurting someone regardless if it is unintentional. It is very much possible to do that. And I have done it before. I have unintentionally hurt people. But you know what? I took accountability for it. And that's the thing that separates you from being the villain. From, the, to, from being the villain. Is taking your accountability. Take responsibility of your actions. Hear someone out if you hurt them. Let them explain where they are coming from and why they felt that way. Don't be like, nah, nah. No, I didn't. I did not do that. How do you know? People genuinely do not know what they're doing sometimes. And they need to be called out. But the thing is, it depends on how they react to being called out. Are they mature or are they not? Are they willing to listen? Are they willing to agree? Are they willing to agree to disagree? Are they, are they going to gaslight you? There's a difference. When the people in my life screwed me over and hurt me bad, one of the things that I constantly hated, not hated, but it just frustrated me, was the fact that people would be like, I'm sorry that they're doing this to you. Like, why are they apologizing? Not the people who, are, who, who did it to me, not the, not, not the many people who've hurt me. Why are other people apologizing? Being like, well, I'm sorry that they're doing this. Why aren't they apologizing? Why are you? You literally have nothing to do with it. Don't be like, I'm sorry they're doing this to you. Yeah, like, I understand you're sorry, but like, I wish they said they're sorry. But also understand that not everything has to be said verbally. Not everything has to be verbally said. Actions truly do speak louder than words. If their actions are making the situation clear, there's no point in them verbally explaining. You can see it and put it in your own words. You can see it, analyze it, summarize it, and move on. That's your closure. There it is. Move on. You deserve better. Stop chasing. The right people in your life do not need to be chased. I promise you. Oh, I promise you. They want to be in your life. You don't need to chase them. They will always be there, and they will love you unconditionally and will want the best for you no matter what. I am so grateful for those people in my life, especially these past three to four months. I love them. I love you guys. Thank you. I'm so happy when I'm with them because I can really feel the genuine care and love radiating from them. They check in. They keep up. They support. They want the best for me. They understand. They open my eyes because I would be so confused why someone was treating me the, that way. What's that way? What's the way you ask? I was confused why people were treating me with respect, care, love, all of that. They reciprocated. I'm going to pull a little excerpt from Nezra Zabian's book, Welcome Home. This is on page 49 of her book. What's wrong with someone actually making you a priority in their life? What's wrong with someone putting in the effort to show their love? You deserve that. It's not too much. It's the bare minimum that you deserve from someone you're welcoming into your home. She's right. What's wrong with that? Don't be afraid of the fact that you're finally getting what you deserve. These people, when people would be like, you deserve better, you deserve better. I'd be like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. How come I never acted upon it? How come I never realized? They, these people would tell me, you deserve better. And they actually gave me the better I deserve. That has really changed me. That gave me hope. That changed my mood. And it's it's so great how understanding people are too. 
I'm realizing, oh my god, this is how it, this is how it's like, this is how it is to be treated nice. Wow. <laughs> this semester has been really tough. Extremely tough. I've had a lot of personal things going on. I don't want to go full in depth with that. And a lot of other things happening, you know, and I and it just really took a toll on everything. And so I really haven't been the way I normally am. And if you if you if you knew me, you know, weeks ago, no, you don't. I've I've definitely changed. If you knew me as someone who responds quick, no, I'm not. I had to prioritize certain things. I haven't been the best with responding to texts or haven't been able to hang out as much just because of how super jam-packed and busy my schedule is. My friends are busy too, and I understand that. And what's neat is how we both try to make an effort to keep in touch and let each other know, hey, even though we haven't spoken, just know I'm always here. We're busy, man. We're focusing. We're trying to become the best version of ourselves. We're trying to become doctors. We're trying to get into grad school, take our exams, do all that ish. There are moments where you need to understand that people are going through it. And if people are acting out of the ordinary, that's different. Why do I keep getting emails this entire thing? And why do I not keep muting them? Anyway, forget about that. That was my fault. Anyway, back to the podcast. Okay. There are moments where, like we said, got to understand that people are going through it. And if they're acting out of the ordinary, that's different. And you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. We're all going through it. And true homies understand that. And you know what? And if, if if we haven't talked in a while and, you know, there's been some sort of like miscommunication or something. At the end of the day, you know, we both know who we are and, you know, we can talk it out. You know, we're all adults. We can explain. Oh, yeah, no, I was busy. Like, it's not like we ate each other. It's like, no, we, we get it. You're not. We know. When someone says, like, someone would be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I've been terrible. I'm like, dude, no, I get it. This semester's tough. You're taking, like, eight classes, super tough courses. I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. So we talked about our wake-up calls and how we want to make a change. What does that mean? And how do we do that? We just do it, okay? Uh, you start now. You don't start tomorrow. You don't, you don't start next week. You start, you start now. You have to start a routine and you have to start that routine as soon as you can so you can get used to it. You got to make yourself a priority. Remove all distractions that stop you from prioritizing yourself. For me, that was social media and people. <laughs> I, I, um, one of the biggest things that I never realized that I was going to be able to do my entire life was I used to have a private story on Snapchat and I deleted it. I just deleted it. I wanted to keep private matters private. So I didn't want a private story anymore. And it wasn't like I was spilling my guts on the private story always. I just felt like, you know what? I just don't want to, you know, share what's up, what's going on. You know, like there's other ways. And I feel like we keep in touch with each other by looking at each other's private stories. And you know what? I love looking at other people's private stories because they're, like, they're super funny and they make my day. But personally for me right now, I'm not really at the right mindset to have one. I just don't want to, there's like, I, it's not really entertaining right now. I just want to focus on me. There are other ways to keep in touch with me, you know? Like, if you have my number, <laughs> reach out. I also made changes to how I viewed social media. I just really had to take a break from it. Um, because I would use it and just get anxiety from it. Because I would start to compare myself to other people. Or I would unintentionally, intentionally get my feelings hurt by looking at certain people's posts. It was just unhealthy. 
So I needed to take a step back. It's all right. You delete certain distractions like Instagrams and other apps and stuff like that. Does that mean my life got better ASAP? Not at all. Uh, We needed to, I, I need to adjust to living without those and figure out what I need to do to fill that sort of void. Does that mean I automatically start waking up early, getting my stuff done ahead of time, and I'm like super happy? Nah. Literally no. Everything takes time. That's why I, you know, I read and and I'm like I like I read something and it was just like at a certain point you just get tired of your own acts. You have to force yourself to meditate, work out, eat mindfully, and read the books to form a routine that gives you a sense of happiness within yourself again. It's exhausting, I know, but you got to keep fighting for yourself. I saw that. I think it was a tweet. And I was just like, yeah, that's true. I said this before in the, in the beginning of the podcast. You need to pull yourself out of it. You need to get, you need to get yourself out of there. It's literally you and you. You are your own best friend. You need to help yourself out because you're the only one who's going to stay consistent with you your entire life. Don't focus on people who are holding you back and literally adding no value to your life. Look, I'm trying to get into grad school and I refuse. I refuse to let anyone or anything get in that way. I have a goal to obtain. I have aspirations to fulfill. I have classes, exams, and stuff like that to take. I need to fix myself mentally, emotionally, physically, etc. I've been hurt a lot, and it's been taken too far to the point where I've started to physically and mentally ruin myself. I destroyed myself. I'm destroying myself. Um, my time, energy, and everything has been wasted by people, and me not focusing on the right things for people. I deserve better, and I need to treat myself better. I really lost my trust and faith in people and in my future. I just really need to get back on track. It's not going to be simple. It's not, it's going to take time. And you know what? Like, it's not linear. Okay. I'm still healing. I will still be in the process of healing for however long it's going to take. Like I said, it's not linear. I'm picking up the pieces from how I was shattered. I'm picking up those pieces. And slowly but surely, I'm gluing them back together. Now, I do want to mention that there is a difference between inner peace and outer peace. Okay? Say you're feeling down and something happens, whatever it may be. So you're like, I'm going to go get ice cream. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go to a coffee shop and get me a cup of coffee. Does that solve your problems? Yeah, I mean, for a brief moment, it does. It didn't necessarily cure your depression or make you have more anxiety. It made you less sad or less stress for a little bit, but not forever. That's what we call momentary pleasure. Momentary pleasure helps your outer peace. It's temporary. Listening to music, going shopping, getting ice cream can give us all momentary pleasure to help our outer peace. But what about our inner peace? Inner peace can give you a sense of tranquility throughout your your entire body, physically, mentally, spiritually, even emotionally. How do you do that? How do you find inner peace? A way I find inner peace is through Islam and Allah. I am a proud Muslim, and I feel a sense of calm whenever I listen or read Quran and pray. 
They allow me to get closer to God and appreciate everything in his blessings. Finding your inner peace will allow you to worry less, stress less, fear less, and have a better balance of your mind. Now, I am nowhere near saying that all of our problems will disappear and that we'll, we will stress less. No, we will always be stressed. Life is stressful. We just need to learn how to manage it. Everything is easier said than done, just like how life is easier said than lived. At the end of the day, it's all about prioritizing. You are a priority. You are someone who's so special. And if you feel like you're kind of like in this funk and you're, you know, in, you know, like this cloud as if you're like Olaf, but like in a negative way, you know how like the end of Frozen when um, was like with Elsa, she like created a little, a little cloud around Olaf. And so now Olaf can like stay alive forever. But like, instead of that being a positive thing, think about it in like a negative way. And you kind of have like this sad, what is it? Cumulonimbus, whatever type of cloud, the, th the thunderstorm cloud all over you. You're gloomy all the time, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. Understand that you're get, you'll, you will get out of it. But you can't wait for anyone to get out. You need to get yourself out of it. Because remember, at the end of that storm, there will be a rainbow. And usually, at the end of a rainbow, there's a pot of gold. But you're the one who's standing at the end of the rainbow. You're the pot of gold. Remember that. You're so special. I really hope I did a good job with that episode. I don't even know how long I spoke for, but I hope I got all the points I was feeling. Those were my wake-up calls. Um, I think I got a little bit... I think I got, you know, into it a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, that's, that's literally how I've been feeling. And like I said, it's not going to be quick. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be taking time. You know, I, I already got my closure and stuff from people, from things. I have goals to fulfill, I'm trying to get into grad school. I have exams to pass. Finals literally are in, is the week after next week. It's Saturday night right now. And I'm telling you, next Saturday, it's not going to be the same type of vibe. But you know what I'm not going to do? Have a repeat of midterm week. I'm not going to be on a schedule from 3 to 7 a.m. I'm going to prioritize this entire week like I have been prioritizing this entire past week with studying and realizing, okay, Dana, you got to do this. You got to, you got to, you know, you prioritize. You got to sleep. You got to eat well. You got, you know what? You have time. You can make time to exercise. You can do it most for 15 minutes. I have a Peloton and you know what? They have like these 15 minute pop rides, R&B rides, all these type of rides. And they'll tell you, they're like, you can definitely get 15 minutes out of your day. Yeah, man. Yeah, those 15 minutes pop rides, woof. It will take you out. But yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I always enjoy talking to you guys. Um, in the future, I do want to do more episodes with people. Uh, I know I said, like, I don't usually do podcasts solo, but this is, like, my, what? This is my third podcast episode being solo. I kind of like them being solo. But I also like other people, and um, in the future, hopefully, I'll be having more people uh, come on here, and we can discuss other things. But yeah, um, don't forget to follow my Instagram at the Respective Podcast, and look at our website. I have a website. You know how cool that is. I have a, I have a website. I have a. If you go on the Instagram, there's a link tree, and within that link tree is 
a link to the website as well as our Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, and all the other places where my podcast is available. As always, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, night, morning, whenever you guys are listening to this too. And I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Bye, guys.